You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, happy Monday. Welcome to the Horny Housewife Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan. Today is going to be a solo episode, aka lots of listener questions, including a few urine-related topics. Please don't shudder away and leave. Golden showers. And maybe it gets even weirder, and I have a story time that will make your jaw drop, and you're going to be like, is this for real? Is this for real? Are you in the Guinness Book of World Records? Is this possible? Should we try it? Nah. So stay tuned for that because that's coming. I'm actually going to start the episode with a very polarizing, or is that the right word? It elicited quite a response, both from the men and the women. Do you ever owe your partner sex? So I stitched a reel is that what it's called sequencing so i i did that with a reel and the girl said when your friend tells you you have to have sex with your husband or else he's going to get it from someone else and then she gives the side eye and her caption is listen up and listen good you don't owe sex to anyone ever this mindset will only increase resentment and decrease your libido. And I know there are women listening going, a fucking men. And I'm not here to say that someone's truth isn't their truth. And that's what made this so interesting and made me want to talk about it. Because when I created my reel, I chirped in and said, mm, he's, he probably will. He probably is going to end up sleeping with someone else if you do not fuck him. And I didn't say it like that. I, I nipped it in the bud and said, I, I think he will. And this can go both ways. And when a person in the marriage, husband or wife, isn't getting their needs met and nothing is being done about it, you're not looking at it for face value and going, let's be intentional. We need to get out of this rut we're in. We're not fucking. I don't like fucking you. Whatever it is as harsh as it may sound, that's how infidelity starts. The dead bedroom leads to wandering eyes, the assuming the other person isn't going to receive any sort of conversation or initiation of doing something about it. You've written them off. They've written you off. Y'all are kind of doing your own thing. Or maybe one person feels entitled to not give any intimacy and affection. They're like, well, you're not doing this, this, and this, so I don't feel like I need to be intimate with you. I don't have any desire to be intimate with you. I don't really care about being intimate with you. And then that person who maybe has the higher drive or is wanting sex is like, 
I'm rejected all the time. I don't know how to be close to you. These skills you're wanting me to have, maybe they don't even have access or know how to utilize those tools or skills. They need to learn how to love you the way you need to be loved. And maybe that pisses you off. Maybe women are like, by fucking now, he should fucking figure it out. I've given the guy a goddamn blueprint. You know, sad fact is, is that sometimes it takes an outside perspective, a third party perspective, using resources like this or other ones for the light bulb to go off. And we can sit and be angry and mad about it. It's fucking annoying. I know it's fucking annoying. Or we can be grateful for it and be like, okay, here we go. And I'm not just dogging on men too, because there were plenty of men who responded like... There are so many clueless women who do not realize that we have needs and it's up there. And this goes for me too with food, sleep, sex, water, oxygen. I'm, I'm there with you. I'm there fucking with you. And men are saying, you know, why is she surprised? And there are women that agree and go like, duh, like I'm not a dumb bitch. I know that this sounds terrible. This is going to be like one that really rubs them the wrong way. Yeah, I, I got to put out sometimes. Mommy's got to put out. And I think it's all about perspective and how you view it. And there's feminists that want to kill me. I mean, mm, am I going to go down the feminist lane now? I support women and not every single one. There's some real fucking dumb bitches that I don't want to support. Not co-signing all of that shit. Let's not go down here, but let me make one thing clear is that I don't think you ever owe your body to some. I don't think you should be fucking laying there hating your fucking life going up, gotta let him come in. He's not liking that. He doesn't like that shit. He's imagining something else. If that's what's going on, and if it was vice versa, which I know that's hard for some people to imagine because society has ingrained it the other way, but there are women who are high drive that feel rejected by their husbands. Lots of them. Lots and lots and lots of them. And they feel the same, that they're coming to their significant other, they're bringing it up, they feel shut down. And maybe it has nothing to do with infidelity. Maybe he, his testosterone is low. Maybe he's really stressed out. All the reasons we've talked about before in this podcast, something's going on, just like if it was the woman. Maybe she you know, is in the thick of motherhood or her hormones are off. The million factors of why someone husband or wife, may not have a drive. And the person who is feeling rejected sexually can just feel so undesired, so low. And sometimes instead of utilizing tools, turning inward, doing the right thing, some people go for instant gratification. It's extremely common. They're at work. They're getting attention somewhere else. It's getting in the wrong situation. And some of those situations are unavoidable, whether it's a close coworker or whatever it is, but you're in this situation and things at home aren't good. You aren't feeling connected at home. And this connection, I feel something. And then that snowballs. Affairs happen like that all the fucking time. I did an episode a little while ago, not too far back, about the love bank. Like, 
And Dr. Allison Ash just talked about that last week, actually. When I talked about it, it was her needs, his needs. And she was referencing it into a way of like how to consciously see that your partner is getting what they need so that you can have a deeper, more authentic connection and more passionate, enjoyable, frequent sex. Dating your partner, if you will. So circling back, maybe owed sex is the wrong thing, but I happen to believe that when I got married, I made a commitment to my significant other that I was going to ride or die, essentially. And I mean, it's still conditional, okay? Like, it's not unconditional. <laughs> There's conditions. But I'm going to make damn sure that those inevitable seasons, right? Like being pregnant, having children, having a hard time finding your footing, evolving as a person, evolving as a couple, making moves in your career, starting a business, starting businesses, moving, grief, all these life things that happen to us all, what are you prioritizing in the midst? And I think there is a great chunk of us that gives so many motherfucking fucks about our family. And I know as women, our children are our whole fucking world. I do really believe happy mommy, daddy is happy kids. And that it's such a big message to them when they see their mom and dad in love, dating each other. I know maybe they're grossed out, but when they're adults, I think they'll really, really appreciate it. I I can say that from my own experience. And maybe it's that. Maybe it's that I saw how intentional my mother was with... I mean, she's the one who instilled in me, like, you don't take care of your man, someone else will. And from everything I've seen, from people I know, couples I know, all the shit you see, she wasn't fucking wrong. And I know it's not ideal, right? Do we like that that's the truth? No. Boo. And one woman who, I, she's, it was a burner account, but she's telling me she's been a therapist for 30 years. And I'm I'm sure she has because so many people have burner accounts. Do you know that I've never in my life, in my 34 years of life, have had a fake account to go look at people's things? Well, yeah. Okay. She said, as a therapist with 30 years who has seen the landscape of relationships and marriage change, I'm actually shocked that someone like yourself would even remotely suggest that cheating as a result of your partner not having sex is almost to be expected. No. If that's the case, and there was trouble brewing, because I said that, a decent partner whose wife isn't having sex with them will address it, they'll discuss it, and a wife will share the reason 90% of the time it's that her emotional needs aren't being met. I agree fully with that statement, by the way. And a decent partner will step up to the plate, correct, hopefully not for the sex, but for his marriage partner. And the sex, come on, it's for the sex too, can't sugarcoat it. And this will result in sex because sex is the result of a ha- healthy emotional relationship. Men and women are literally wired to be this way. It's why cavemen hunted and provided physical safety, the historical version of sharing the mental load. And yes, I'm aware women cheat because I responded to her. And they generally cheat for the same reasons they stop having sex. No surprise there. No surprise there. 
But regardless, a woman should never feel like she has to give her man her body if he cannot give her his time and effort. And I agreed. So I don't know why it was so upsetting that I said that I think this is the truth, the reality of the matter and the sad reality. And so I hope this encourages anyone who is at a standstill, who feels just like they don't want to fucking do it with their significant other, that it's hurting you both. I'm sure you probably know that. And you're going in opposite directions unless you intentionally turn this ship around. It has to be said. Somebody's got to say it. Somebody's got to say it. And if you're the person listening and you're like, "Mm, my significant other's brought this up to me about wanting more sex, they're always coming to me. Maybe it's time that you bring it up. You share what needs aren't being met. And I, there's a lot of men that write in to me. I'll, I'll end this segment. There's a lot of men that write in that say, I am begging her to tell me what she needs. And these women just say they have no drive. It has nothing to do with their man. They, they, they love him, but he's still not getting sex and he is still feeling empty And he is unsatisfied. And there's when you find the core issue. What's going on with your body? There's so many episodes where I've discussed solutions for women. There was Dr. Jordan Wiggins. There was episodes about hormones. Go through the archive and find a little something, something, some good resources for you. But yeah, that was an intense start, but I figured food for thought, you know, I'm going to put a poll up. Do you feel like we are entitled to physical intimacy in our relationship? Ooh, I cannot wait to hear the responses. I am leaning towards a little bit of yes, and I know this is uh, just that. I feel like I'm going to get so much pushback, but just like she said what a decent partner would do, this is the person I'm marrying. This isn't some stranger that I'm asking to use their body as I please. This is my fucking husband. And just like I feel entitled to him listening to me, learning me, providing for me, like maybe, ooh, this is another one, maybe some people assume that their husband or their wife has a certain role in their family. I expect my husband to pay the bills. Oh God, is this going to piss people off? He expects me to have it going down on the home front. Laundry is getting done. Meals are being made. Lunches are being packed. We both expect one another to come to each other when something's not right. We both expect each other to have each other's back and to be loyal and to maintain physical intimacy. And we know that it's not always 50-50. Sometimes it's 60-40. Sometimes it's 80-20. Sometimes it's 50-50. And you have to be intentional. And you got to stay fucking because... It's a little bit of the glue in there, okay? There's a lot of things that make up the glue, and the P and the V is fucking one of them. Fight me. (laughs) 
Okay, let's talk sex toys. And where do I shop? I shop at Love Honey. And I'll tell you the main reason why. Air suction toys, baby. The womanizer. If you've never tried a womanizer, you are missing out. And I want you to go add to cart right now. Now, my number one grabbed toy that includes air suction is the Love Honey Indulge G-Spot. So if you've DM'd me asking, I have screenshot you that exact toy because... She's been around. I've had her for years now, and she's going strong. She's going strong. I finally have a code, so I can scream it from the mountaintop. Use my code HOUSEWIFE. Go to FreakyFam.com. You'll see the link. You'll see Love Honey. Click it or go to LoveHoney.com. Use the code HOUSEWIFE, and you will save some money on your order. Again, that link to the codes is FreakyFam.com, and it's code HOUSEWIFE, and that'll get you 15% off. Now go check out Love Honey, shop around, lingerie, sex toys, level it up. Happy shopping. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Okay, let's kick it off with the bang. My wife has been texting with an old high school friend. We're about 20 years out from high school. She told me they were always just friends. I didn't really think anything of it, but when some of her friends and family were visiting us, her brother ended up saying that she had dated this guy in high school. I asked her about that, and first she denied it. Oh, shit. And then later said they had just hooked up a few times, but realized they were better as friends. Girlfriend, you really slipty slipties on that one, but I would have probably done the same thing because I just, those situations, I, my facial, my facial expressions cannot lie. My, my tone of voice, I'll try really hard. I, not anymore, but I, at one point in my life, I thought I could be dishonest and terrible at it. Terrible. She didn't tell me because she wasn't proud of it. It is strange to me that she lied about this because we have had random combos about our past with things much more risque or embarrassing. What do you think? P.S. I recently listened to your anal sex episode and the main risk is that of anal leakage. Well, shit, that's going to need a moment of its own. So I'm going to answer and then I'm going to have an answer P.S. where I address your concern of anal leakage. The longer I talk, the more I sound like a man. I'm so congested, TMI, but I just had to let you know. Like, it's hard for me to breathe right now, but she's here for the job, okay? She gets her job done. She's here, and this is more than a job. This is the locker room, and we have shit to talk, so let's commence. To this listener, I mean, don't want to be super negative, but I know all of the guys, your best friends, hopefully, hopefully, these guys that give a shit about you. I think they might be like, "Uh, I don't know. What would your intentions be if it was vice versa? And hey, maybe you're like, "Uh, 
uh, that could be the case. Maybe I was just embarrassed about it. Is this man an ogre? I would like to know. Is he openly hideous? That sounded brutal. But is what is the embarrassing part? If the embarrassing part was like, well, he's just a douchebag, then maybe she's bullshitting you because women still fuck douchebags just like men still fuck dumb bitches. So not jumping to conclusions that your wife has is doing something wrong, but it doesn't mean that maybe you create a boundary. And I would hope that she is compliant and easy breezy beautiful. Like, oh, I'm glad there is a boundary because she should be setting one herself, regardless of how she feels or what she insists she feels and how it is because something did exist. I know if it was me, I would not really want them texting. And I've had to be in a situation where my husband worked around people he's been intimate with. He doesn't anymore. But when I first met him, that was how it was. And I mean, you know, I just had to be a big girl and trust that he was choosing me, but I, they weren't going to have some relationship. There wasn't going to be no happy hour, you know? So her texting him weird, a little bit weird, but at the same time, I know people rekindle and they're curious and they want to know what people are up to. So maybe don't jump to the worst like I just did, but set a boundary. And if she is very, defensive and no fucking way she want they want to be friends then I would be like who's her priority here so yeah I'm not really buying the embarrassing thing unless there's some like obvious reason why it would be embarrassing that sounded so ugly and so awful but I think it's true also let's touch on your ps I'll just nip it really quick in the bud so we can move on to the next question but anal leakage. Okay. If you're worried about what could come out of there, then I feel like you have no place being around there. I 100% know and believe that it could be a clean, easy, breezy, smooth experience. If both people are aware, like, Hey, let's go down downtown and around the corner tonight. So she can prep and you can mentally prep because shit happens, like literally, pun intended. Not m- most of the time, no. Maybe it never does. But because you are hanging out there, I mean, it does source from there. So I happen to think it's just manly accepting what could come. And I would guarantee you my husband has I've never had an anal leakage problem we've been together eight years never had anal leakage on my husband you heard it here first I maybe you have no interest because it seems like your focus is on the negative side not the positive side. (laughs) I'm just kidding oh wait what if he's saying she suffers from anal leakage that would be Awful, and I feel so bad. But why would you disclose that if she knew you just told me and thousands and thousands of other people, tens of thousands of people, that you have anal leakage? Does she listen to this podcast? Good thing everyone's anonymous. Okay, love y'all. Anal leakage is normal. Normalize anal leakage. 
Hey Jordan, question for you. I have always had this fantasy of my husband peeing on me while we're having sex. Although I know it is hard for men to be able to do that while being hard, I was wondering if you or your listeners have had any success with this. Most of the time while my husband is trying, he gets so turned on and ends up coming instead. <laughs> not laughing. I would love any advice on how I can make this fantasy come true, if at all possible. Thank you. Why does it crack me up visualizing a man trying to pee on you and he's so aroused that like no stimulation jizz? Because if he's trying to pee, I can't imagine he's like stroking because it takes a lot of focus from what I hear to like switch it up, like switch the track, you know, get the white out and the yellow in. I don't know how it works, but I do have a suggestion. I do have an idea. So maybe after. I know in your question you specified, you said while we're having sex, but I think a good starting place would be before or after, which before not, might not be a possibility because you might have the same outcome as the issue you're having right now. But if you really want that moment, that experience to happen, you certainly could have it when he has just gotten off. So you know he's not just going to lose control. And if that would be, why would that be so hilarious to me if he just every single time just busted every single time trying to urinate on you? That's physically impossible. There's no way he could just keep doing that at some point. And I would think after the first, maybe, maybe second, if this is just really intense for him, but there would be a point where he would be able to without climaxing. It sounds like it is intense for him because you said every time this is what's happening. So it sounds like that's a good first option. And then maybe you could work your way up to this occurring during foreplay or towards the end in the middle, but be realistic. Like this isn't a porno and porn is not what it seems. Hate to break it to you. Things are filmed, cut, edited, put back together, 86th, redone. Guys go soft, girls get hurt, guys get hurt, someone starts bleeding. Not to go on a porn tangent, but I think you could lower the bar a little and then still get what you're looking for and then go from there. Keeping in the spirit of the golden sh 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 shower, and I have a story time so that nobody feels abnormal because she might feel really left out after I read you these poll results. Would you let your significant other golden shower you, aka pee on you? 33% said, sure, why not? I like that. I like the spirit. 7% said, I'm actually into it. And 60% said, no, no, thank you. So that's not lonely. That's just like almost 50-50 with the other 50 being split up between people who would do it because they're fun and exciting people. I'm just kidding. And there's a very small percentage that like that's their thing. And then the other are just hard passing, which that's okay too. That's okay too. Maybe that's disgusting. I think a very strong smelling urine is disgusting and gross. I'm sorry. And I've even experienced that. And it's okay. Like you live, but like I'm not opening my mouth or something. One girl DM'd and was like, I, I would do it, but I would like want them to do it not on my face, like on my lower half of my body. <laughs> P 
pee on my feet, please. Oh, the feet people are probably like, yes, please. Okay, so the other one was, do you want a golden shower your significant other? Because I thought maybe most of these people were men I was asking, and they're like, no, I don't want her to pee on me. But do you want to pee on her? But it didn't end up like that because only 20% of y'all, men and women, said I'm in. 6% said it's actually a fantasy. So more of you wanted to be peed on than pee on them. And 73% said no, I do not want to urinate on my significant other. I don't know why, but those results surprised me. I just thought, yeah, we're all like into pee for some reason. I think that the people that are into like the degradation kink or maybe just what, what, what can we call the style experience in the bedroom where they like a little disrespect. Is that the word? Consensual disrespect. <laughs> I think degradation is the word to be degraded, maybe a little humiliation kink, be dominated, dominant submissive vibes. I could see peeing on the person going along with that. And then maybe the actual like urine desire is a very small niche. Now I will tell you something, and this is so embarrassing. I, the closer we get to me sharing the story, the less I want to share the story. So I'm going to preface this with a trigger warning to, no, uh, uh, in, uh, wrong words. Okay. Caution, caution. If you are related to or view me in any sort of family loving, pure way, please. I don't even know why the fuck you're listening to this, but if you happen to be, stop now. Just fast forward 60 seconds, please. If my son grows up one day and is married with and he's like, you know what, mommy made a podcast. Wow, mommy was a hero. Let's listen to her relationship advice because I'm a grown adult and can hear this now from a mature angle. Mommy says, let's pass on this story, okay, okay, son? And will technology even be where you can listen to podcasts? There's no fast forward button. Just say fast forward two minutes, please. And God forbid my father or brother would be listening to this because I made you promise me you wouldn't. So traitors, not loyal, betrayal, get the fuck out of here. Okay, let's commence. Is that my second time to say commence today? Wow, word of the week. Commence to begin. Start. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Once upon a time, post-sex with my husband's previously hard, going from hard to flaccid in between each stage, we were, you know, post-lovemaking and he mentioned something like, 
I have to pee really bad. And I said, just pee in me. And he was like, that would be hard. But he's like trying, I can see the focus of him. Like he just took orders. And I, I, I didn't think he was really going to be able to uh, or be able to, but he was quiet and focused. And I'm looking at him, but our faces are so close together because he's on top of me. He knows I'm telling this story too, because he walked in on me telling and I, I couldn't breathe. And then I listened to it back and I'm like, they can't hear me because <laughs> I'm laughing the whole time. So he knows. He just lets me be a wild woman, doesn't he? Wild woman. He's the one fucking peeing in people. So me, people being me. He, so he did it. I know y'all are like, no way. No, no, no. It was like a pee douche. It was like he he peed in me. He urinated in me. It's been seared in my mind ever since. We Our bed, it was ruining. It was damaging. I mean, think about that, what that does to a mattress. So it was irresponsible, fiscally irresponsible, <laughs> immature, I don't know how hygienic, but I think urine is like, okay, right? If you were on a deserted island, you would drink your pee before you drink the ocean. And while I don't, you know, share this story at book club, I have told a friend or two, I think maybe even a stranger when pee got brought up one time while intoxicated and they're always like, what? I, I don't think people think it's possible. And I just want to let you know that that happened to me. <laughs> I wonder if I'll get a call from the Guinness Book of World Records. And they'll be like, what's your names? What are y'all's names? Let's take a pic. Tell your story. Is that a thing? Or did we do something there? Okay, so... Uh, Lovely, good, nostalgic times. Don't tell anyone, okay? That's a secret between me and you. Okay, moving onward. This one is a little heavier. Uh, first off, I want to say I love your show. I've been in my marriage for 16 years in the beginning, and the sex was great. Fast forward 10 years, and we went from two to four times a week to a few times a year due to ED. My husband has since sort of fixed that, but it's resorted to whenever he wants to take a pill when we are intimate. He's gotten very lazy and has zero interest in my needs, including the fact that I have not received oral in 10 years. I have voiced to him on many occasions that once every few weeks, weeks is not enough and I need more intimacy, including oral. I am sadly at the point I'm ready to give up on my marriage. All other aspects were amazing. We've tried therapy. It helped for a while, but sometimes sex is all I think about. My libido is extremely high. Question, is it selfish to leave a marriage because he's not meeting my needs? I really don't want to break up my family, but I feel like I have no other choice. I feel unloved 90% of the time. In my defense, my husband is sort of a prude. Any input is greatly appreciated. And that is what it'll be. It'll be input, opinion, and discussion. And I'm not going to do this one in two minutes because we got to talk about this. I think a lot of people can relate more people than they want to admit. And I think that this is the reason so many men and women, because 
before you cast judgment, I also want you to think about if this exact question was written in the vice versa. So men, I want you to put yourself in her shoes and pretend it was she hasn't sucked your dick in 10 years and your libido is really high and you don't want to break up the family and you feel unloved and she's kind of a prude. I hear that all the fucking time. That's like, the guys are like, I don't have a problem imagining that. That's my life. So there are women that feel this way and the rejection sucks just as much as it sucks for a dude. But what I was trying to say was I think it's a reason that men and women step out and and feel maybe entitled to it or maybe they feel like absolute fucking shit and entitled to it because they're just, it's not intentional. They're not setting out to be a bad guy. It's wrong place, wrong time. They've poured in. They're getting nothing. The person is not holding up their end of the bargain, air quotes. And maybe that if that triggers or offends some people that I'm wording it like that. But I mean, it kind of, you are signing up to do life together. And what does that entail? And as we get older and we see that it's not all rainbows and sunshines or like the rose-colored glasses have worn off. You got to buy another pair. (laughs) But when that fog is lifted, when the pink cloud goes away, you're like, oh, like I have to fight for this. I have to work for it. And that's anywhere. So you could be the person who like rides it out till it runs its course and go to the next thing, let it run its course and then to the next thing and run its course. And even though you get those like spikes of like the high it seems to always come down. So it's almost like you're choosing, do I want this ride or do I want that ride? And both of them have like lows. Both of them have unseen turns. (laughs) Both of them have the loop-de-loop, lots of loop-de-loops. And both of them make you fucking sick. Just kidding. So now that we aren't being judgy, And we're looking at it like this could be anyone. Like you could feel like this, put yourself in her shoes. I don't think, yeah, you totally have a reason to walk away. But at the same time, (laughs) I do think once you've given it all and you have a completely unwilling spouse, then what are you going to do? I do think you deserve happiness. I think that you can't just make your sexual needs number one priority and girl, I get you. And when it's not going how you want it to go, it's like all you fucking think about. Like, I don't know about you, but I can be obsessive about what I think needs to be there. That's not, that's why I always talk about be mindful of what you're focused on, but I don't want you to be delusional or, you know, suppressing this longing and desire and faking it forever. So it sounds like you need to have a very ugly, ugly, uncomfortable conversation because, you know, how could you walk away without giving every single attempt? And this is a big one, this huge ass weird conversation where you're going to have to say, look, it's getting dirty up in my brain. Who knows how he's going to react? Watch him get a boner. Maybe not. It sounds like he may just not have the drive. And without a serious wake-up call, 
nothing is going to change. And I don't know if his reaction will hurt your feelings. If him saying, you know what, I don't mind if you go get it elsewhere. Maybe you think that's what you want and then he'll tell you that and you're going to be crushed, devastated and feel rejected. And I don't know if that's even sustainable, but you do have to tell him where you really are face value in the way that you told me. That is my advice. What you said to me, you tell to him. You say, I think about leaving. I I'm think about sex a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. I feel like I have male blue, female blue balls. I don't have balls, but blue clit. And I know you may be thinking, oh, I don't want to make him feel inferior. Maybe men are like, don't do this. It's going to crush him. He already has to take a pill to do it. But what's going to get better if we just always are so careful of everybody's fucking feelings? I know not going in on someone regularly and putting them down and being like, your dick does work. Like, don't do that. But sitting someone down and saying, you know, I am really feeling like we're on different pages and I would love to know how we can get to a different place or maybe dating one another in a new way, something different because whatever's going on right now sounds routine and boring. And you're not just looking for the physical part because he can take the pill and he can get his dick hard. You're looking for the connection and the longing and the passion and the, ooh, he wants to fuck me. And I'll tell you, the first time that season comes around where it's not like that, I urge you not to bail and give up. Uh, I think that you can ride through it and see another side. And sometimes talking about it so much, I just told you to talk about it, but you mentioned therapy. You mentioned that there are other things going around that can be added pressure and added stress. So this conversation, that's what sucks about it. It feels like you think it's going to help, but it could also hurt. But it's like, what, what are your other options? And I think that's why but again, not just women, men, they feel optionless, completely hopeless. So they feel like their only option is to bail or fuck other people. I haven't been married 30 years. I'm 34 years old. I don't know the answer. And I would love to ask the audience. I would love to get wisdom because there are a lot of couples and people that listen to this show that have been married longer than me that write in and tell me stories. And I would love to hear about anyone who's been through a season like this that's made it through what they did, how they did it. I've had plenty of guests on, doctors on, couples on that have talked about what they did during certain times or their advice to others to rekindle that spark, to create sustainable intimacy like we talked about last week. And I always hope that those are helpful and people can listen together and get intentional and do shit about shit. But the sad fact is, is that there are some people in relationships with people who are not self-aware, who are not doing anything to better themselves, that are completely unwilling and I guess just flat out lazy. And I think a consequence of that is 
losing the things that you aren't taking care of. And sometimes that's a relationship. And maybe that sounds unfair. And there's a 120% chance that there's someone that disagrees with me that's like, that completely contradicts when you say ride or die and riding through the seasons. I feel like when you're proactive in the season, you see that you can recognize. And I know sometimes we're down and out, but 10 years, 10 years of not getting your pussy eaten. I object. So dear listener, it sounds like you have conversations to have and decisions to make. Best of luck. Next question. Let's lighten the mood. I discovered your podcast and I loved it. So many episodes to go through. I have a foot fetish. Surprise, surprise. Y'all are fucking everywhere. Y'all are, uh, y'all are everywhere. Y'all are everywhere. My question is, I want to come on my partner's feet and have her lick it off. How? Am I not flexible? I thought I was like decently flexible. You want her to... L- uh, hold on, I'm in the, I'm in Indian style. I'm in crisscross applesauce. You want to come on her foot and you want her to how? I can, I'm I'm at the microphone. Thank God I don't film this. How? Clearly, her mouth reaches her foot, and you know this because you have this fantasy, or is, or, or are you about to be extremely disappointed? I'm about to Google image woman licking something off of her foot. I mean, that has to exist, clearly. Come on, Jordan, get with the program. Wow, you've been in your closet too long. Well, I can't lick my foot, so there's that. It's a disappointment. Second of all, I almost said ew, but I forgot we don't do that around here. Maybe she doesn't want to. <laughs> And would you, would you lick your cum off of her foot? If the answer is sure, I say go for it. I say bon appetit. But no, on the real, okay, I'll get serious to your job, Jordan. How about instead of me helping the foot lovers because Jordan's not in that ring, she's not in that circle. Believe me, I have a little demon on one side and an angel on the other saying monetize your feet I will never I will never because I'm a mother <laughs> They're like you have a podcast that's different like that's so different this is educational okay and that's so different but when I see there's there are some girls that bank on their feet and I don't even understand it. So it almost feels like a mockery. If I'm being straight up, I think I, it's hilarious because I don't understand it. So if I don't understand it and I'm looking at my foot, it's almost like I don't even know what I'm doing and it's being perceived a different way. And then something about that feels icky to me. And then if I was trying to be slutty with my feet, I'm going to stop. Y'all could love my feet. When I was in Vegas this weekend, my feet look like shit right now, by the way. Torn up from the heels. Just made all the feet lovers' dicks really limp. They're just hideous right now. But I have really beautiful feminine feet that are just a foot lover's dream, to be quite honest. We just, the pendulum swung. And in Vegas in the hot tub, I kept kept just fluttering my feet up like a mermaid and just doing a little peripheral, you know, scan to see if there was any foot freaks in the room just for gigs and shit, shits and gigs. 
I swear I'm like talk dyslexic sometimes. It's a thing. It's a stoner thing. But yeah, instead of me helping, why don't y'all help each other? And y'all can go in the DMs. I'll screenshot, repost, and you tell how you shared with your partner your interest in feed and how they perceived it and how you went from there. Mondays are going to be poll days now. I'm going to put a bunch of polls. So you're going to see a foot poll. Feel free to slide on in and give the guts, share the knowledge, pass it on. I think if I was a man that was really into feet, which now MGK like eroticized it for me, like romanticized it. And I feel like I'm growing out of that. I'm at this age where I feel like I could fuck the someone and their dad or like someone and their son. That that That's better. Someone and their son. And I, like I could fuck a 50-year-old and a 30-year-old. I wouldn't. I'm married, happily married and monogamous. Where was the where was I going with this? Oh yeah, eroticizing feet. If I was with a man who liked my feet, I think I would be into it because I think it's just hot seeing the person you love or you're fucking that you're into and you want to fuck be turned on by something that's attached to your body, a body part. So that would be cool and dandy. But just being honest, I would always want to know what is it about the feet because they feel so accessible. They feel so like they're just everywhere. You know, like we're not walking around. If our if we were walking around topless all the time, think about third world countries where you there it's just like people like boobs aren't as sexualized, okay? And they're just they're like more like feeding machines. I just don't get the feet thing a little bit. But I respect it fully respect it even though like two minutes ago I just said I kind of make fun of it you can do both I think you can do both to this listener I do think you're being a little you know setting the bar a little high with the lick after the come but ladies if your man wants to come on your feet I vote we do it sounds easy peasy breezy beautiful foot lover girl you can make him pay for every pedicure forever and ever and ever. So it sounds like a win to me. Support your foot-loving husband. Do y'all like it when you see like toes in mushy stuff? Like do you want to see someone crack an egg with their foot? Do you want to see it in mud and like sticky stuff? Do you like seeing the two feet together to make the arch? Are y'all like all quiver? Oh, the arch. I just want to know. I'm so curious. Um, okay, moving onward. Onward, Christian soldiers. Okay, last question. We got some mutual masturbation conversation. Hi, I'm 42 and I've been married 18 years. I've been looking to spice up our marriage up and found this podcast and it's helped so much. I listened to a book on how to eat pussy better and that helped a lot. I heard on your podcast about mutual masturbation and I thought that's something we should try. But when I brought it up, she asked me what she was doing wrong that I wanted to do this. My question is, how do I bring this back up to my wife? Bring it up and not make her feel bad. I don't want things to be awkward. Thanks, Dan. What a fabulous question. 
Because maybe it sounds simple in my head as a woman because I just want to hear the breakdown and reasoning as to why. So I'm going to assume that the reason you want to do this is because you think it would be really hot. So she obviously feels insecure as like, why would you not rather be inside of me doing the real fucking thing and fucking me, but you would rather use your hand so that feels better than me? Am I not good enough? Ladies, when your husband brings up something that he wants to do, to do different, and I can give this advice easily and sound like so confident, and yeah, do it, bitch, but I can relate to you in the way of the first initial thought could be like, oh, like, okay, I'm getting boring, I guess, and maybe I'm not good at that, or it's getting too routine, oh God, what am I going to do? I could see how insecurities creep up, but try not to do that. Try not to do that. Try to view it in the same way as if something sounded sexy and hot to you and you wanted to mix it up because let's face it, things get routine, things get mundane, and it's not always like that. Sometimes we feel that disconnect or that routine, that boringness more times than others. You think it only get worse and then it doesn't and then it gets better. It's ebb and flow. I feel like as long as you're proactive, doing something about it and acknowledging it, you will ride it through, baby. Now back to your problem, not your problem, something we're going to solve. This is the easy peasy fix. You're going to affirm her. So I think bringing it up in the way of, hey, the other day when I brought this up, I noticed that we were probably viewing mutual masturbation in two different ways. And I could totally see, I feel so silly because I, I thought about it and was like, okay, like I see her point of view. Probably sounds like I want freaking Pamela, Pamela Henderson. That was like a bad dad joke. My hand more than you. And that is, that is not the case. I think of it in the way as you're my favorite born star, whip out you know, and your inside joke, your sexual little pet names, whatever the fuck, okay? That I need you to bring in your game for this one, a little swagger. And affirm her and say, it's been a fantasy of mine to see you touch yourself. So when I see you touch yourself, I want to touch myself. And because we're married and we have our marriage, this eternity, a life, to learn one another's bodies and experience different things in the bedroom together, you and me as a team, I think it would be fun to do something different that would make it probably hotter and heavier and I want to rip your fucking clothes off the next time. So it's just a little shakeup, a little some diff diff. I'm not craving something different. I'm obsessed with you. That's why I want to see you do this because you're my wife. And what do you think, babe? I, of course, want you to be comfortable. Your body is so fucking sexy to me. I think it would be enjoyable to watch. And would it turn you on to see me touch myself to you? I would hope the answer is yes. But there is sometimes that women can feel uncomfortable. There are men that write in that are like, I'm pretty sure I'm certain. No, or I know my wife doesn't masturbate. And 
my personal judgy bitch ass self probably is thinking that they aren't comfortable in their skin or there's some shame around masturbation for whatever reason, how they grew up, self-esteem, body confidence, whatever it could be. It could be lots of things. It could be no drive. But from your question, it sounds like it just made her feel insecure. So if you come in with an affirmation and you explain to her why this sounds so erotic to you and women know when your husband comes to you, if you just shut him down and you get insecure, which I know we do, but you have more time to correct it. You can go back. You can go bring it up. You can go apologize. You can hear it in a new way. When you're like that, you become a safe space for him. So he feels like if I have something I'm really into, I know I can go to my wife and talk about it because she's made it apparent that she'll hear it. Doesn't mean you have to do something just because you hold space for it and hear it. Doesn't mean you have to like it, be obsessed with it, get off to it. But hold space for it. Treat them just like you'd want to be treated. Even if you can't identify with your significant other's interest or what gets them off, you being disgusted by it, you being like, they're just not going to feel comfortable or safe sharing that information anymore. And I feel like that can get icky and make people resentful and then they start writing you off, and then the sex changes. So bear in mind. I hope this helps, and I hope you have a great time mutually masturbating because I believe in you too. If anyone out there listening has a question, do not hesitate. You can slide in my DMs at underscore the horny housewife podcast or ask anonymously on my website thehornyhousewifepodcast.com. Those links and other things we talked about in today's episode will all be in the episode notes. The episode notes is where it's at. I encourage you to check those out every episode because by the end, maybe you forgot about something that you didn't want to forget about. So usually all the, the good shit or the stuff you need to remember and find the resources for later, they will be there, including the Patreon. So if you like audio erotica, it's a great little foreplay tool. Check out the Patreon. If you like today's episode or you just like this podcast in general, make sure you leave five stars on Apple Podcast. It really does help me out. Also, make sure you're following. Subscribe to the show. Subscribe on Apple. Follow on Spotify or is it called follow on Apple? I don't know. Follow. Click the plus sign. Click the check mark. Click the fucking button. Until next time. Wait, don't go. One more thing. If you own a business, stay listening. If you don't, the episode's done. You can go. Got to go. Bye. See you next Monday. Okay. Business owners, listen to me really quick. I'm not being paid to say this because it's my husband's company. (laughs) So duh, I'm going to be a smart bitch and a good wife and tell all of y'all about my husband's amazing company. So if you're in a business, I know processing payments is something you have to do, but you really fucking don't like dealing with those companies and people, you feel like you're picking the lesser of two evils, right? Like people are coming at you and you're like, I got to pick one and they all seem to kind of suck. And you feel like you get lied to by salespeople and you get the run around and this is your money. Like this is your processing fucking payments. Okay. And you got to pay fees or 
you don't, there's different programs where you can pass the fee on to the customer. There's different programs. My husband's company is called Crusader Payments. You can look it up, Crusader Payments, www.crusaderpayments.com. His company consists of him and six other employees, and they really take care of their people. They have an A-plus on the BBB. You can call his customers directly. You can read his reviews on the internet. He's a stand-up guy who really takes care of his people. There have been listeners who have actually signed up with him, and he processes payments for them, and they've had a great experience He considers my listeners part of the friends and family, and he would definitely make sure you're getting the best rate possible and you're on the best program. Maybe you want to pass the fee on, or maybe that's not something that's an option. So you want to find the best rate possible. Maybe you need to upgrade your machines. Maybe your machines are outdated. Maybe you're in a shitty fucking contract and you're like, I wish someone would buy me out and I could get out of this hell hole. Talk to my husband, talk to Derek at Crusader Payments and you could DM me about it. I could get you in connection or you could go to his website and submit a contact form and he can get in touch. So I just wanted to give his business a little shout out. He's worked his ass off for the last almost three years. He's been in this industry well over 12 years and he wanted to do it on his own. He was sick of making someone else money who did it not as ethically as they could. And he knew there was a better way and he fucking did it and he's doing it right now. So any business owners, holla at your girl. Now, now it's really over. Love you. Have a good week. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.